0: Yo guys, it's your boy Nehi, it's your boy NKTV Park, and we are here with our first episode of the podcast Unashamed. Come on, come on. You're thinking, what what are you man unashamed about? We're unashamed of the gospel Mm. of Jesus Christ. That's what we're here to talk about, because in this world and in my short life, I have felt so suppressed For so long, Mm. I felt like I can't say my own opinion. Mm. (laughs) I can't give my point of view. Mm. I can't even say I love God without mandem getting on to me. And today we're here to talk about what God has done for us. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think the amazing thing
1: about this is that, you know, we're talking about Jesus Christ and solely on Jesus Christ. So it's amazing that people can hear about Christ. But firstly, let's hear about your testimony,
0: like the raw truth you give your life to Christ and the yeah. end and now? No, nah, it's a good question, bro. I think for me, you know, I've got good parents. Mm. My parents are Catholics. They always took me to church, mm. you know. You know what it's like in a Nigerian... Well, you're Ghanaian and... <laughs> but you know it's like in an African house? Oh, Hawaii. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, bro, church is not optional. You mm. know what I'm saying? At all. Um, but I wasn't connected. I grew up my whole life in church. I wasn't connected. I didn't know God... I didn't understand what was being preached on the Sundays. I would go because I had to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And obviously on the side, I was living my movie, quote unquote, girls bringing them home when I had a free yard in college, Aye. smoking weed. You know, my dad would always say that. What? My mom would say that, no, nah, his eyes are red. <laughs> was, and then my dad would be like, no, no, no. If he smokes, I will know. Because we used to do it, so uh. I, I was always on ropes <laughs> when I come home. Yeah, like my mom is trying to suss me out, but my dad is calm. Yeah. yeah, so smoking weed, getting fried, bringing girls home, you know, drinking, Charlie. going motors with fake ID. Wait, wait, wait. So what? What age did you start drinking? I started drinking as soon as I was like 15, bro. What? Yeah, like as soon as I could get my hands on alcohol or fake ID, then it's yes. like let's try and deceive bossman at the corner shop, tell him what? we're 18, grab some henny, and then we're stepping. Wait, so when did you start smoking? Probably started smoking around 15 as well. 15? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. 15 years old, bro. So that was like the early days. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like going to church and that, nobody could have told me that God wasn't real even at that stage in my mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. I've always known that God is real. Mm. But like I'm saying, there wasn't that connection. There wasn't that relationship. I, I wasn't saved. I wasn't mm. born again. Um, So that was before uni. Now, obviously, it comes time to go uni, bro. And I don't know if this was your mindset, but... I'm trying to get as far away from home as possible. <laughs> like, no cat, bro. I live in London. I'm not trying That's to go not, uni in London. At all, at all. <laughs> yeah, but I don't understand. You know the man that they go like, oh, University of um, uh. London, <laughs> Philippine, and they're commuting from That's home. That's what I'm saying. I did
1: not understand that, bro. That too was dead.
0: <laughs> as if it's a nine to five job. Like, That's what I'm saying, I, I've, I've never been on that. So I didn't know Midlands was jumping, but mm. I knew that Midlands was far. So I'm like, you know, I'm going far from home. Um... And it's funny because Warwick was actually my first choice union. Is it? My brother ended up going there. Um, and Leicester was down as my insurance. Bro, I hadn't even been to Leicester to see it. I didn't know anything about Leicester, but I just put it down. Because them days, we were quite steady in the league table. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about <laughs> now, but yeah, back then, Leicester down, was patterned. So yeah. I ended up going to the University of Leicester first year, right? And, bro, I still remember today the day my parents dropped me home. Like, once that car drove off, I looked around <laughs> at my accommodation. I said, bro man's free like yeah. <laughs> everything that i fought to try and pattern mm-hmm. It ends free yard hiding weed um hiding drink mm-hmm. hiding money before my mom asked me where you get this money from i can't even say that on camera mm-hmm. but <laughs> it was a free world mm-hmm. to i'm coming from bro so you know that's where i think things went to another level once i got to university mm-hmm. um and when i got to uni bro Everything that I wanted to do was put on a silver platter. You know, the year I came to Leicester, that's the year Leicester won the league, bro. That's how I know it was a special year. Ah. <laughs> the first time ever, mm-hmm. Leicester won the league. That's the year that I touched down. Um, so, yeah, bro, more of the same once I got to uni. Mm. Motives, organising motives, doing the madness. Well, you was an organiser. Bro, you, you know what it's like in freshers. Mm. Everybody's trying to chip in. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? It's not like I was an official <sighs> organiser, but mm. everyone's doing, doing your their bit. bit. Was doing do you your get what bit. I'm saying? Mm. Stamina. Mm. Some of my brethren used to have motives called Get Faded. So, Mm. I don't know if you know Liberty Park Accommodation, but it's near the stadium, innit? Near Leicester Stadium. So, bro, I remember one year there was an event. They had the pre-drinks there. That's what Get Faded was known for. Do you understand? Oh, okay, yeah. So, they were like, yo, Nes, come through. We've got girls. We've got drinks. It's going to be patterned. Mm -hmm. So... We get there now, bro. Everyone's drinking. Everyone's waved. Mm. But then we're not, that's not the motive, do you get what I'm coming from. That's the pre-drinks. But okay. the pre-drinks went to another level. The motive was somewhere else. Mm. So from the pre-drinks, we're having to find our way to the motive. As soon as we leave the accommodation, mm. the madness spills out onto the streets. Now, everyone is fried, waved, like, Everything. to another level. Mm. To the point where we stop the traffic on Leicester High Road. Like, mm. there's a place that connects Lidl. Mm-hmm. all the way to Leicester Stadium yeah mm-hmm. we stopped the traffic to the point where feds came in bully vans they bro from the pre-drinks feds came in bully vans the man didn't weren't moving they were waved do you mm-hmm. understand everybody's pushing each other shouting screaming da, da da then gee all you hear is oh 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 <laughs> feds have released the dogs from the back of the bully van have all. everyone starts sprinting dashing bro that listen if you're drunk you'll sober up with the sound of them dogs because mm. those dogs once they you <laughs> they don't let go so <laughs> that's just to give you an understanding of the climate. Mm, you understand? Mm, mm. That it was when I was in first year. You know, more of what I was doing in ends, but a bit more freedom and a bit more liberty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then second year mm. is when it went to another level. Mm. Because obviously that's when I started doing my videos with Nella Rose. Yeah, I remember I was watching
1: you back in the days. So I was just thinking, yeah, these things are lit still. Like you were pretty much hyped up in, mm. the, in the conversations and everything. So like what was going through your head when you was doing all of it?
0: Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Bro, to, it's a good question. To be honest, yeah, for me, it wasn't a situation where I was trying to be famous. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, by the grace of God, I've got, what, 83,000 subscribers. Mm. We've got a platform that we can use for God. Mm. But back then, bro, like I said, man didn't care about God. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't trying to be famous, but I also wasn't trying to do no God thing. I wasn't trying to preach or anything like I'm doing now. Mm. It was more like... This is my brethren. Let me help her out. Mm-hmm. In fact, I still remember the conversation today. We were in the library, and she was just talking about her YouTube channel. Mm. And I'm like, "Oh, what you do YouTube?" She's like, "Yeah, I've got a couple videos up. Bloody blah, blah blah." I was like, "Bro, anytime you're doing content, let me know. I'll come and support." I'm just thinking that's just my brethren. Do you mm-hmm. know where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. We're not. F- she's not even famous at the time. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I think in them days she must have had about maximum 1,000 subscribers. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now she's probably got pff, close to a million. Yeah, <laughs> do you like, get it? Like- so. Them days, I'm not thinking about fame, bro. I'm thinking, mm. this is my bridging. Let me just support. So I remember I jumped on. Mm-hmm. The first video we, we ever did was um, Things to Leave in 2016. Mm. That was the title I remember of the video. video still. So man, I'm talking about ZX Fluxes, <laughs> and, um, I did our superstars. Mm. Not the tracksuit, but the bugs. <laughs> like, just Things to Leave. Mm. So you get it? And I'm there and I'm like, yeah... Um, good video, whatever, whatever. I'm thinking probably 300 men are gonna watch this max. Mm. So I remember Christmas holiday, I've gone back to ends now, and I'm chilling at home, I'm chilling in my room, and I'm on my phone. And gee, all of us see is Bear Man are sending me to me, like mm. on Snapchat. You know when man are sending you videos yeah, of yourself
1: definitely.
0: talking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, why are Bear Man sending me this video? Like, I didn't even know it was out. Mm. So I click on the video to go and see it. Gee, I get there, 300,000 views 300, on the video in how many for, days bro it had been up for a couple of hours Ow, for yes. a video that i did for my brethren thinking that i'm just supporting you mm. not like i'm trying to go clear or anything not mm-hmm. that i'm trying to be visible but rather that i'm just supporting my brethren so gee from there life changed do you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. i'm on campus i'm going uni get lost. <laughs> i'm going to <laughs> uni bro <laughs> I'm going to be educated, Um, (laughs) do you understand? uh. I did my first degree in criminology, Mm. did my master's degree in law, Mm. did my third degree in law school. Uh Now I'm on a PhD in law, bro. I I believe in education, do you understand? I'm going to be educated. Girls are tapping their friends, like, pointing, like, that's him. I'm like, no, is there someone famous around? Mm. (laughs) Maybe I've not caught the memo. They're pointing at me, bro. Uh. Girls that I would have dreamed of when I was in college Mm. will stop me on campus, like. can't believe it's you i really love you I, <laughs> can, can, I, can i can i can i they can't even talk can i can i can i get a selfie i'm like yeah like we're both going to the library so those mm. are well walk and talk mm. do you know what i'm saying so <laughs> you can imagine that all the things that i'm trying to do when i'm in college i'm mm-hmm. having to sneak from my parents duck dive blah blah now it's all been handed to me on a silver platter bro. Mm. it's it's made it a lot easier to um you know fornicate the I'm not even having to lie to girls. Mm. Do you understand? Back in the day, I probably have to lie to girls to tell them that I love them, sell them some dreams, blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm. Now they're pursuing me. On you. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. So that was second year. Mm -hmm. And then where things really started to change for me, bro, was um, towards the end of third year. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I always believed there was God, right? Mm -hmm. And I always believed in God. And I always believed in Jesus in my household. That's not really optional. To mm-hmm. You get where I'm coming from, but my, this is the way my mind was working. I was thinking to myself that, bro, there's eight billion people in this world. Mm. Do you understand? Why would God have such a specific interest in me personally? Do you mm. understand? Like, we're all here trying to make it, trying to li- make ends meet, trying to live our lives. Maybe if I'm in trouble, I will throw up some prayers, sign on the cross. Mm. Do you get me? You know, when you're running to play <laughs> football, you run on the pitch, quick one, two, <laughs> put it to the sky. I hear. It when it's a bad day or just to say thank you, pray before I eat one, two, one, two, mm. but not, nothing like a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that that's a possibility mm. that I as a human being can have a relationship with God. That, that's not connected in my head yet. Mm. So obviously, I'm in third year as I'm saying and um, somebody evangelizes to me on campus mm. and I remember I was coming back from the library and I seen this girl, her name's Abby mm. and I'm thinking to myself, this girl's pain, you know? <laughs> but I'm like, look, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking to myself, look, it's late and I'm tired I'm not even going to move to her let me just go home mm. but then she starts walking towards me I'm thinking oh this is another fan do mm. you get me like so this girl's going to come and start telling me pattern. oh I love your YouTube channel and that bloody way blah mm. yeah <laughs> so I thought it was pattern, really <laughs> it was pattern. <laughs> so she comes to me and she's like oh um, what's your name blah 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 i blah blah. she's like oh I just wanted to tell you that Jesus loves you Wow. I'm like I hear that bro She's like No 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 Really like He loves you Do you believe in God Bloody blah, blah I'm like yeah Like believe in God uh, My parents do all of that Do you know what I mean Like Mm -hmm. I'm steady She's like Yeah but Do you know that You have to be born again And I'm Mm -hmm. like Born again What do you mean born again I've Mm -hmm. never heard That term in my life Do you Mm get She's like Yeah you need to be born again Um, Then she starts explaining What it means Mm -hmm. And invites me to church Mm -hmm. I can't lie I was a bit interested Mm -hmm. But I thought to myself, look, I've been going to church my whole life. Mm. There's nothing your church is going to offer me that I've not seen with my mumsy. Do you Mm. understand? So we exchanged numbers. I thought she was cool, blah, blah, blah. But that's what it was going to end in my head. So so were you one of them people that thought you can do that Christianity on your own? Like, you
1: know, you know, when you're talking to people and they're like, oh, I don't need to go to church. I don't Mm. need to fellowship. I can just
0: do this my once. Bro. I didn't have that mind because I had no intention of even doing Christianity. Mm. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Like, I, I get where you're coming from in the sense that a lot of people do have that mind. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, bro, man's in uni. Do you mm. get where I'm coming from? Like, I've come to escape from that. Mm. Uh, you know, my mum will come into my room, pour some oil on my head, pray <laughs> for me. Do you get where I'm coming from? Come mm. with rosary beads. Like, I'm trying to come away from that life. Mm-hmm. So it's not even in my head that, are. Oh, I can do this on my ones. I'm not even trying to do it. Do you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what it was. But we exchanged details, like I said, and then we kept in contact. And bro, every Sunday she would be inviting me to church. Mm. Every Sunday. I kind of, I was very close to blocking her because it's like, gee, this is not what man exchange numbers for. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand? Like, I'm just thinking you're a cool person, like mm. quick convo on campus. You're a uni student. She says said, she, said she studies law. Mm. I'm thinking, right, I'm going to do a master's in law. Maybe that'd be a good connect to the future. Mm. That kind of vibe. So anyways, one day I'm in the library and I'm doing my dissertation. So this is now like, bro. This is third like year? Third year, like May. Oh. Yeah, so like this time, like five, six years ago. And I'm I'm in the library, I'm doing my disso. And gee, after airing her for like six months, mm. I look up and she's walking into the um, silent area. So it's like, bro, I can't avoid this girl. And she's walking directly to mm-hmm. me. So she pulls up a chair next to me and she's saying to me, oh, Nehi, you know, um, I know you've not really been responding to my messages. But she did it like a jokey way, do you get me? Mm -hmm. You're not really responding to my messages, but I see you posting on YouTube, that kind of vibe. Mm. Um, But she's like, how you been? I was like, bro, I've been good. Obviously, I'm busy with uni and that. That's why I've not really been taking you in, bloody, bloody, blah. blah." Mm. And then we have a long conversation. And within that conversation, she said something that will stick with me for the rest of my life. She said to me, Nehi, um, she said, Nehi, what do you want to do with your life? I said, well, I want to be rich want to buy my mum a crib, mm. sort out my people's back home. Standard things that every, mm-hmm. every man has an ambition to do. Um, give to the poor, give to charity, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then she says this question, she says, well, those are all good things and you can do that for people, but what will it profit them if you do all of that, but when they die, they still go to hell? Mm, so questions, though. Nah, I says, gee, what are you telling me? Mm. <laughs> hell? <laughs> Who's going there, bro? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we're all good people. We're all upright citizens of society. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. Unless you're a murderer or Hitler mm. or Stalin or one of these, man. Mm. Oh, why is hell even a consideration? Why is that even a topic? Mm. And then she's telling me, well, the Bible says, and then she, she comes back with the, the concept of being born again, that except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Mm. So now I'm like, what is this born again thing? Because I've heard you say this before. Mm-hmm. You're saying it again, but now you're talking about hell. What is it? And then she explains that, listen, although we all have good intentions, mm. yeah, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, mm-hmm. Romans 3.23. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says in Romans 6.23, that the wages of sin or the payment, the consequence of sin is death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm -hmm. So she explained to me that although you may have good intentions, you have not dealt with the problem of sin in your life. And because sin exists, the consequence or the payment for sin is hell. And she explained that when somebody has committed sin, Mm -hmm. that day, the spirit that lives inside of them, that spirit dies. Because you see, every human being, although we're just sitting here in our natural bodies, we have three elements. Mm -hmm. That's our soul, our spirit, and our body. Mm-hmm. Our body is gonna go to the ground When we die bro You know if you dig up Someone's grave Who's been in the ground for After like 40 years All that's left is like Some nails and some hairs mm. Because everything underground Has consumed the body mm-hmm. You see Then your soul Is your mind Your emotions Your intellect Your feelings Your reasoning That's why they even have Like soul music mm. Soul food mm. Because it gives a certain feeling <laughs> Do you get where I'm coming mm. from Yeah But in your spirit That's the real you That's created in the image of God Because the mm. Bible says God is a spirit And that real you, that guy on the inside, he's the one that's going to live forever, either in hell, sorry, either in hell or in heaven. Mm -hmm. And she was explaining that the day I sinned, whatever day that was in my life, the spirit inside of me died. Mm. So Jesus, speaking to um, Nicodemus in John 3, 3, says, except a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Now, Nicodemus says that, how can a man be born again when he's old? Mm. Does he have to go back into his mother's womb? Mm. Because he's thinking about physical birth. Mm. Do you understand? And Jesus says to him, no, 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 no. I'm talking about your spirit. Mm. The guy that lives on the inside, the real you that will live forever. If he's not born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So she explains this to me. And for the first time in my life, things are starting to make sense. Mm. That maybe there is more to what I'm seeing in life than what's around me. Do you understand? Mm. So I thought to myself, cool. This girl has spoken to me for maybe about two, three hours at this point. Yeah, bro. I mean, long conversation in the library, bro. I said to myself, listen, I can at least give this girl some of my time. Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. I said to her, where's your church? She told me where it was. I said, all right, cool. I'll come. She didn't believe me. I said, no, no, no. This is my Addy. I gave her my address. I said, Sunday, pull up. I'll come. Bro, that Sunday, man forgot she was coming, bro. I was... (laughs) yard, I was fried, <laughs> playing music. Bro, I was burst. She, com- she comes to the house, she's like, oh, you look tired, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, coursework, you know how it is. Da, da, da. Mm. Was burst. I went to church in sliders that day. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I'm s- I've stepped to the service now. Mm. It was all good in that. You know, I've seen people dancing, just good food, whatever. Just young people, like that's the first time in my life I've seen a church that's not like uncles and aunties, mm. like people my age that I can relate with that are actually following God. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is local to my house as well. I'm going to start coming. So the following week, I came with all my brethren. So like, I brought mm. my whole house, like three or four guys, one, two, one, two. And then, bro, the week that changed everything was a week when they put um, Bishop Dagg's message on the on the screen. Wow. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Bishop you knows that's my pastor, that's the person that led me to Christ, that's the person who... Since I've started this journey, he has been feeding me with knowledge and understanding in the Word of God. Mm. And on the YouTube video for this podcast, I'm going to have a link to some of his books and some of his messages, so that you guys can be helped. So that week, I went to church. Right, mm-hmm. the pastor weren't preaching. The usual pastor weren't preaching. They had put Bishop Dak's message on the screen. And gee, till today, I cannot remember what he said in that message. Wow. All I remember was a feeling of conviction that I have to give my life to Christ today. Like, I have to. I don't know what it was. Like I said, I didn't understand the the sermon. I don't even remember the sermon until today. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I have to give myself to God. So, bro, I think I was deep in the row. I told the man to move, move, move. Let me go and give my life to Christ. Wow. And I went to the front, gave my life to Christ. And then, bro, immediately after the service, this is where things got real. Somebody came up to me. She said, when you went to the front, yeah." I have a gift where I can see into the spirit I have a prophetic gift wow. she said I saw angels taking you out of chains and she said I saw God taking a hardened heart out mm-hmm. of you and a soft heart that will allow you to love him and to receive him then she told me personal things about my life that she couldn't have known unless I told her man I never told her because that's the first time I ever met her oh. things that <laughs> secrets do you understand mm-hmm. yeah which only the Holy Spirit can reveal and from that day the mindset that I had, remember I told you the mindset of there's 8 billion people in this world. Mm. Why would God be interested in me? That mindset was shattered. That day I knew that God is interested in me personally and he loved me and he wanted a relationship with me. So I remember straight after that service, bro, I remember I went to my friend's crib, was chilling. I think we were even about to smoke or just building it in our room. And then um, I started to feel a bit overwhelmed. Mm. Like, I don't know what it was, but something was coming over me. I was like, let me just step out of here. So I stepped into the kitchen. And bro, I just got on my knees and I broke down crying from. Yeah. Wow. Bro. And I, I remember my I said a prayer. I was like, God, I don't know who you are. I don't even know how to live for you. But help me to follow you. Yeah. And um from that day, it's been a journey. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a journey. So so when you when you started to deep more about
1: God, like what did you become aware of? Like in terms of the life that you was living, what you was yeah. doing.
0: Good question, bro. I feel like for me, the first thing was an awareness of sin. Mm. You know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, he will convict you of righteousness, of sin, and of judgment. Mm. And once I got to this place now, things that I was doing before that I had no feeling about, Mm -hmm. that even gave me pleasure, Mm -hmm. after I started to feel guilty and I started to feel convicted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, for example, I was in a relationship, Mm. sex before marriage, fornication, I mean, bro, I don't even know how many girls I might slept with by, by, by that stage of my life. Do you get where I'm coming from? And none of them gave me a feeling of, this is wrong. Mm. Do you get where I'm coming from? So why is that feeling now coming for the person that I'm even claiming to love? Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. That was the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That was the things that I started to become aware of that. Nah, this lifestyle ain't right. Mm-hmm. God has a better way that he intends for me to live. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to have me lying to my parents, flipping high all the time moving mad to make bread, you know, just doing a madness. Mm-hmm. And it was sin that I became aware of. So although I'd been saved and I was born again, it was sin that was one of the first things I became aware of. And I remember, you know, quickly after graduating, I went back to Ends, and I was away from the Leicester church family. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? I was back in Ends, and I was thinking to myself, you know what, yeah? It was a good time with them, man. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? <laughs> like... I can't dispute God is real now and he wants a personal relationship with me. Mm. But being in ENDS, everyone knows that's a different environment. Yes. <laughs> do you yeah, understand? Yeah. Especially if you're from London. London is different to Leicester. London is different to Nottingham. London is different to the Midlands. Mm-hmm. Like if things are intense here, mm-hmm. London is times 10 sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on where you're from. So I've gone back to ENDS now and things are mad, bro. want to do the usual madness. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? My ex is shouting at me all the time. Trying to link me, I remember even for my twenty-first birthday, I must have hired out a club. In um, where was that club again? It was in central London by the River Thames, mm. bro. I hired out that club, five hundred capacity. Man, sold out the event, bro. So this is after you were born again. After I was born again, bro. My God. After I was saved, like I knew the things I was doing was wrong, but bro, there was no guidance. Do you understand? Mm. At that point, there was no shepherd, there was no pastor, there was no one to show me the ropes. Do you understand? Mm. And that leans to what you were saying before about how you know people think you can do this walk alone with Mm -hmm. christ it's impossible do you understand Mm -hmm. how can you follow someone that you cannot even see do you (laughs) understand you need help Mm -hmm. so you know i had that motive bro nella was hosting that motive Mm -hmm. ambush came to perform sona came to perform flipping um gee it was a madness do you understand Mm. um so I was saved, I was aware of sin, mm. but I wasn't changing because my environment wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by that point, bro, you know, uh, I, I kept thinking to myself, I need to change, I need to repent, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Then one day, one of the guys from the Leicester church, he called me. I remember mm-hmm. I was playing FIFA at my brethren's crib. Mm-hmm. He belled me, he was like, yo, Nehi, his name's Sean. He was like, yo, Nehi, he's Sean from um, church in Leicester. How you doing, man? And he I remember he was a proper cool guy, like mm. he was one of the first people that spoke to me when I came to church, took me in. So I was like, bro, long time, how you been, blah, 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 talking. Then he's like to me, How's how's your faith doing now that you're back home? Back back in the ends for summer. I said, Bro, I can't lie, I'm struggling, man. Mm. Like, I've got this constant feeling that there's certain things I'm not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But my environment, man, demanding mm-hmm. the my on it, my girl is on it. I can't escape it. Like this is everything in front of me. And I don't think I can really do this God thing. Mm. And he said to me, bro, I'll tell you something that somebody told me. He said, the person told him that God is so great that whatever great plans he had for your life, if you don't respond to him, he'll just use somebody else. Mm. And when I thought of that, I don't know what it was, bro, but it stuck with me. I thought to myself, damn, everything God could potentially have for me, he just gives it to our next man. Mm. I said, no, no, no. I need to sit up. So that Sunday, bro, I remember I went to church in London, First Love Church in First London. Love, mm-hmm. Bro, I even bought a car because I'm like, bro, this underground thing is long. <laughs> <laughs> Drove to church. Mm. And I remember the pastor there, Bishop Richard I, he was preaching about sacrifice. Mm. And I remember he said one line, you know, when God speaks in circumstances through people, you always remember it. That's one way to know that God's speaking. He said, Abraham was ready to sacrifice his only son. So that he could please god why can't you sacrifice that girl my god i'm thinking right who told the pastor about my life <laughs> <laughs> i've just come into church first time you're talking about sacrificing girls these times in my mind i'd always known that i need to break off this relationship do you mm. get me but i didn't i didn't know where the feeling was coming from i didn't know it was the holy spirit so I the girl think. that you was talking to was she christian as all well? she was christian mm. on a family tip do you get mm. i'm coming from mm. but Christianity or salvation is not genetically inherited. Do you so get me? Did you guys ever try
1: like make Christ the centre of your relationship so that you know you don't fall into sin and
0: everything's there? Bro, so this is the thing. When I started going to the church, right, mm. and I started going First Love London, I told her that, listen, if you want to do this relationship, you need to come church as well. Do you mm. get I'm coming from. You need to get serious. So I did make the effort, but Jesus said something. He says, no man can come unto me except the Father himself draws them. Mm. So... I didn't have the power to orchestrate her own salvation, bro. Do you Mm -hmm. get where I'm coming from? That's something only God the Father can do for somebody. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So she was coming church in that, bro. We would make Christ the center, but we'll still fall. Do you Mm -hmm. get where I'm coming from? We'll still have problems. We'll still have struggles. And even still, I knew that it wasn't the will of God. Mm -hmm. So the relationship did start to feel a bit strained. And I remember, bro, it got so strained that I said to her, cool, listen, August the 14th, yeah? Give me till then to pray about this relationship. If by then God hasn't said anything about separate, break up, whatever, me and you are going to continue this relationship. I ain't never going to mention the word breakup ever again. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. She was like, "Cool, no problem, bro." Everything was going fine. All the convictions that I had even started to go down. Like, <laughs> so wait, August, how 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 long were you praying for? It was like a couple of weeks. Couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Okay. It was like this is around July times. Mm-hmm. So I told her August fourteenth. Everything's Gucci, bro. August 13th, I remember, I went to go babysit my cousins. Mm. Gee, that night I had a dream. <laughs> in the dream. Bear in mind, I said, August 14th, if I ain't heard nothing from God, this relationship will continue and I will never mention breakup again. My God. August 13th, I've gone to bed. I've even forgotten that 14th is the day I've given her, bro. Gee, <laughs> get where I'm coming from? Because I'm not even deep in it anymore. Oh, it's been weeks. Gosh. And that night, I went, to, I went to bed and I had a call on my phone. Bishop Richard. But it was a WhatsApp call, and the name said Pastor Richard. Listen, when God speaks to you, remember details. <laughs> mm. This is years ago, bro. This is over five years ago. Or almost five years ago. I answered the call. We're talking. We're talking about football, talking about Arsenal. Wait, this is in the dream. In the dream. <laughs> talking about football, talking about Arsenal, whatever, whatever. Mm. Then all of a sudden, he switches it. He says, Nehi, do you believe in God? I'm like, Ah, oh, Pastor, I come to your church. like <laughs> are you asking me do I believe in God Mm. he said well if you believe in God why are you being so disobedient I said disobedient what do you mean disobedient disobedient how then he says the instruction was to separate I said ah separate from then I mentioned her name then he said you know who then the call ended then I woke up and it was August 14th Ah, and my girl's texting me that morning my king (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm so glad (laughs) that we can continue (laughs) our relationship in peace and harmony. And I'm telling her, bro, Uh. you don't even know the dream I've just had. Mm. Do you understand? So obviously I told her that, look, my broski is brazy, I can't lie, like God has spoken, do you get where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. But you see, bro, even then I couldn't obey. So I told her, listen, although I've had this dream, yeah, and God has spoken, look, let's just continue as normal. So mm. I just decided to walk in disobedience, basically. What, did you try and put boundaries in place to stop people from falling with us? Bro, man doesn't think that deeply about boundaries and that, bro. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Bear man, I'm still a baby Christian. Mm. I'm not thinking... I know the fornication is wrong. I know sex before marriage is mm-hmm. wrong at that stage. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as advanced to be thinking that, oh, maybe we can take precautions and that. Mm-hmm. Bro, we would be in... Sin- look, let me not even get into all of that. Mm. So, long story short, I continue this relationship now. Mm. Up until October
1: 2018,
0: Mm -hmm. right? And now, by this point, I'm back in the Midlands for my master's, but I'm living in Birmingham. And I remember remember the girl I told you about, Abby, that stopped me for evangelism? Mm -hmm. I remember I was in the library and she messaged me and she said, Nehi, have you told person X about your girl? Now, the person X was our pastor at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, why on earth are you asking me about my girl? One, Mm -hmm. two, my relationship is none of your business three are you best to think that i'm going to be telling pastor about <laughs> what i've been on mm. i'm coming from so i'm like no i haven't and i'm not intending to don't bring that up then she shared one or two verses and that blah blah you know proverbs mm. in the multitude of counsel there's safety, safety da, da, da. Mm. i'm like listen get out of here man so i remember I drove home that day and i'm on the phone and i'm on facetime to my girl we're talking chilling da, da, da. and i'm glad this experience happened when i was awake because if i was sleeping I would have written it off as I did my other dream. Mm-hmm. Understand? I'm on the call to my girl and mid-call, my spirit comes out of my body. This is a supernatural. Experience. Live all. Live, yeah. My spirit comes out of my body. All around me is darkness. Darker than any dark night you can ever imagine. <laughs> I mean, you can take a knife and cut out a chunk of the darkness. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was that dark. And I'm tumbling down and down and down as if somebody had pushed me down a hill. That was the kind of momentum that I was going with. And as I get to the bottom, bro the ground opens up and there's fire and flames. Now, the thing that didn't even hit me first, it wasn't the heat. The thing that hit me first was suffocation, bro. Mm -hmm. The flames have a way of making you so desperate just to inhale and exhale once. You can't even do that inhale, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around and I'm thinking, is this hell, like, Mm -hmm. is this where I am right now? And all of a sudden I see these creatures, these demons coming towards me, like, laughing at man, bro, like mocking me, like, You fool. Mm. It It was so easy. All you had to do was accept Christ, (laughs) believe in him, obey him, and you wouldn't be here. They're laughing at me, bro. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, rah, I must have died. I'm done. And as I'm thinking, as soon as that thought occurs to me, bro, a cross appears in the midst of hell and moves in the direction of every demon. And as the cross moves in the direction of one, it disappears, 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 disappears. Until it's just me and the cross. And then all of a sudden, the flames start to reduce. The suffocation starts to reduce. And then, I'm back in my body. Just whilst you're on the phone to the girl. I'm back. She's like, hey, you (laughs) there. I said, "What?" I'll call you back. Mm. I dash my phone. I got on my knees. I said, God, (laughs) listen. Whatever you want me to do, just tell me now I'll do it. I picked up the Bible, bro. I said, whatever I read first, that's what I'm doing. Mm. I open it to the book of Ezekiel. God is talking to the people of Israel. He says, you've disobeyed me for days without number. Now, because of your disobedience, I'm going to put you in flames and fire that will never end.
1: Mm.
0: I said, yeah. he's he's serious about this breakup. Gee, I think I just went to bed. I woke up following day, broke off the relationship, bro. Yeah, October 15th, 2018. Broke it off. And that was, that was it done. But you know how it is, bro. Mm. Look, supernatural experiences and all of these things are great, but we live in a real world. Mm. So (laughs) even after that, she shot at me once or twice. (laughs) I still, I remember those one day. I must have paid like 50 pounds in a cap to go to Northampton. That's, that, that was her uni, bro. <laughs> she, she's going to be crying and that, da da da. Still ended up doing a madness, but eventually it broke off. Mm.
1: Yeah. How long did it take to break off, like realistically, including
0: the years? Like, how long did it take I, for you cool. to cut off? Let, let me paint you this picture. Mm. From March 2019, there was no more involvement. Mm-hmm. You understand? October 15th was the experience in mm-hmm. 2018. March, there was no more involvement. So you're looking at what? November, December, January (laughs) so about five months. (laughs) So how long did it take you to actually get over it? I think for me, um, I got over it. um, I got over it probably around the time of the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. So pandemic was what, March 2020? Mm. Yeah, so I think from a year, exactly a year from the stopping talking to, to then. And the reason I say it took me that long was because, bro, it's one of them ones where this is the first person who I'd considered as marriage material. Mm. Yeah. Like, at that stage of my life, just finished my master's, 21, 22. Mm. Not that I'm getting married tomorrow, but everyone before this has kind of just been a beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Um so it affected me in that way. It also affected me because of the season I wasn't in, in my life. Mm. At that time, when me and her were together, I was very lonely. Mm-hmm. I was doing my master's, like I said, in Birmingham. I didn't know anyone there. Mm. I was isolated. And she was a source of comfort. That was like a best friend at the time. Do you mm-hmm. get where I'm coming from? So it was almost like part of me was going with her going. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So about a year, bro. Wow. Um, but, you know, years have gone by now. And by the grace of God, I can say that I'm truly changed and I'm truly saved, you know. Mm. I can say that now I understand. And, you know, Jesus said something. He said that, you may not understand what I'm doing, but soon you will, Mm. yeah. For many people, even listening to this podcast right now, God is calling you into a personal relationship with him and there's things tugging at you, temptations, the cares of this world, so many different things, mm-hmm. unbelief. And you see, you may not understand why God is asking you to do certain things now, but with time you will. Mm. Yeah. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, it says, be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience have inherited the promises of God. Mm. If God has a promise for you, if you're ever going to receive it, it's going to take faith and then patience for you to see it. Yeah. Mm. The things that God is doing for me in my life now, the family He's given me, the peace He's given me, people like you, bruv, mm. where would I even know you from? Do you get know what I'm saying? <laughs> <This tree laughs> how, how would I have the friendship and the brotherhood that I have with mm. you? Um, so, people. wait, when it, when it
1: came to friendship as well, like just yeah. talking on family, like the transition between you leaving
0: like, your worldly friends behind and mm. you know, making new friends in Christ, like, was it difficult? I think it was because. For me, at first, I felt everyone in Christ was a bit neaky, get me? Like, when I come church, like these men are all... Dressed up in a bed, Dancing team, and shouting. And, mm. brother, there was one guy, every time the pastor would say something, he would say, you yeah, ain't... Like, <laughs> this guy, I was like, "No, nah, you're off. <laughs> so, for me, it was like, these men are off. Bro, like, the last motive, one of the last motives I went to in the mm. world, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I've been invited by Red Bull, right, mm. to go for a boat party. Mm. And as I've gone for this boat party... Flipping Lowski's is performing, <laughs> Mostak Mo is on the boat, and mm. they're chilling with Nella Rose, one ace, like, that's where man's coming from. Mm. Do you get I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. So it's like, now man's coming to church, and I'm seeing all these man flipping, I oh, think he's wet, man. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but obviously, time with the Holy Spirit, getting to know God more, mm-hmm. doing my quiet time, the adjustment to friends became easier as, you know, God gave me some humility. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So many people are looking and they're thinking, gee, I I, I can't do this thing. Do you get Mm -hmm. where I'm coming from? You can. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? The Bible says that God works in you to will and to do his good pleasure. Mm -hmm. And it just takes patience for you to see what's on the other side. Mm. If someone had told me my life would be this glorious now, I wouldn't believe them. Mm. Do you get me? When I was struggling to overcome the things that I had to overcome to Mm -hmm. follow this person called Jesus. Mm -hmm. I would have never known that my life would be this beautiful Mm -hmm. and that God would turn it to be like this. But it was faith and patience that allowed me to see it. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So many people right now, they're very impatient with themselves. Mm -hmm. They want to see immediate change. Mm -hmm. Many people say things such as, listen, I ain't coming to God because I know that man can't change Mm -hmm. my lifestyle. I'm just going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And those people are right (laughs) in what they're saying. You can't change yourself. Only God can change you. But if you're patient with God, you'll see the beautiful life He has for you. Mm. Yeah. And the life in Christ is a beautiful life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, imagine you're not worried about, um, you know, COVID, everybody shook. Mm. You ain't even worried, bro. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Because you know that yo, if, if I'm touched, I know where I'm going. Mm. Do you understand? There's a peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a love unspeakable. There's a joy unspeakable. These are, bro, these are things money can't buy. I've never seen someone selling in a shop. Peace of mind, 50% off. Mm. Do you understand? People are out here battling with depression, anxiety, mm. fears, and cares of this world. And Jesus says, look, come unto me, all of you who are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a rest to be found in God that mm-hmm. people need. And it's not going to be found in medicine and these things. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's my salvation, that's my testimony, that's my story. And you know, as we're here, I even feel led to just give anybody listening the opportunity to accept Christ into their heart. You know, the Bible says that God so loved the world, John three sixteen, that He gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. If you're listening to me today and you feel disconnected from God, you feel far from God, you feel like you want that relationship, but it's always seemed impossible. God is reaching out to you right now through my voice to tell you that he loves you and that he wants to come into your life. And if you want to receive this free gift of salvation and you want that relationship with God, the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So if you want to accept Christ today, just close your eyes and repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am a sinner. But Lord, I thank you that you died to save me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Change me. Make me more like you. From today, I am born again. I am a child of God, bought with the precious blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. And if you said that prayer today, I want you to know that your life is about to transform. Oh, yes. And God is going to do something beautiful for you. If you gave your life to Christ today, I want you to email me at faith.based.questions at gmail.com. And a lovely person is going to reach out to you to help you on your walk with God. This is the first episode of Unashamed. Come on. I've been your host, Nehi. I've been your host, NK. Until next time, God bless you.
1: God bless.